millions of people. You are now tuned in to the Cyclones Podcast, where we focus on youth and high school basketball in and around Central Kentucky with interviews and basketball commentary from coaches, players, and basketball minds. And I'm your host, Coach Malik. Welcome to the Cyclones Podcast. I'm Coach Malik, and this is a Cyclone Nation. In this episode, we have former Weston Hills softball and basketball standout, Miss Alexis True, my fave. Alexis, thank you for joining us today. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Where are you at now and where are you attending school? Um, I'm in Robinson, Illinois. I'm attending school at Lincoln Trail College. Um, let's let's go back a little bit in regards to your days at Western Hills. Um, tell me what you took from Western Hills um, to Lincoln College that that really got you started on a strong note. Probably my like the the self drive. Um, I had to teach myself to be in the gym, like even outside of practice, to do my own thing. Um, college is a different level of game, so. You really have to step up your abilities and your work ethic. So I really had to learn that in high, in high school. And then um, while working with you, it definitely gave me a different mindset to step back and look at the game and look at where I want to be. Am I putting in the time, the effort, the sweat? So, yeah, I'd say that was my biggest one was, like, that self-drive to have to do it. What What do you think the biggest difference for you was your freshman year mm-hmm coming out of a situation where you were pretty much the focal point of the team. Um, what was the transition like for you going into college? Probably, well, in high school, it was uh, like kind of just that, you know, everybody focused on me. I really didn't have to necessarily put in all of my actual effort to play the game or I could just rely on my talent. Like I didn't have to really push myself. I could just, you know, do the basics, get through, do the motions, and, well, I was still doing my thing, and I was still getting that attention, so I didn't really have to push myself. Uh, When you get to college, it's a lot different because now your team is nothing but all-stars from their towns, so you have to, um, you have to learn that you really don't have to fight for a position in college. It's not just going to be something that's given to you because, you know, you're from a small town, and there's not much talent there, whatever, whatever your situation is, you really have to, you know, f- push yourself and ask yourself the question of, like, is it worth it? Do you really want to be here? Because if you, at the end of the day, if you can't put in that 100% effort of getting in the gym on your own, you know, getting your mindset together of, you know, yeah, these are my teammates, but at the same time in practice, I'm going to push you harder than, you know, any other team we're going to play because I'm trying to make you better. I'm fighting for this position as much as you are. So it's just uh, the will to fight for a position, you know, how hard you're willing to work to stand out. Tell me uh, a typical day for you during the basketball season. Um, I go to class 8 o'clock in the morning. My classes are usually done around 12. You get out of class and we're going straight to the track. 
to run a mile or do sprints or stairs or whatever we're doing that day. Um, then when you leave the track, you go straight to the weight room and you're, you know, putting up weights, flipping a tire, push-ups, squats, you know, whatever the day is. Um, then when you leave your gym, you go straight to the court and you're getting laced up to go to practice. And then by the time you get done with everything, it's probably, uh, say, seven, eight, nine o'clock, anywhere around. So at that point, it's you're going home to do homework and do it all over again the next day. So, so tell me, how do you balance the, you know, making sure that you're maintaining your grades and also making sure that you're pushing yourself athletically? Because I know that's a, a mental and physical toll that it can take on you. How do you balance that? Um, it's definitely a physical and mental toll. And there's definitely risk, like things that you have to give up. Because, um, I mean, you're not necessarily just a normal, you know, college student out here. You can't you know, there might be weekends that you can't go to that party or, you know, those weekdays when everybody's getting together and you can't necessarily hang out because you got to make that sacrifice. Um, I know a lot of times there were days I would have homework and it was, you know, I have class with my friends and it's, well, we can get it done within the next couple of days before it's due. Well, as a college athlete, that's not always an option because within the next couple of days you can have a game or whatever. So those nights that you think, okay, I am free, you're really not because you're having to prepare for upcoming days. You know, sometimes you got to sacrifice that free time or, you know, whether you want to go hang out or whatever. Um, but at the same time, you do need to work in time that you need, you know, you do still need your time. Um, I have learned that, you know, I tried to just be all about classes, all about ball. I just, that's all I was doing. I wasn't really hanging out with nobody. Whatever that can take a mental toll on you, it's definitely, it'll drain you. You'll start questioning, like, what's the point? Because you're not rewarding yourself, you know. Everything, you got to reward yourself. So whether that means, you know, this Friday, you know, I don't have an assignment due. Okay, go hang out with some friends. Get out of the house. Go do something. Have a good time. Um, that was probably my biggest, you know, was trying to make sure I still had time to me, but also be able to buckle down and when it is time to get my work done, like there's no distractions. So I'm doing my work. I'm gonna get it done. So like you said earlier, you know, you, we're, we're in a small town, Frankfurt, Kentucky. What was your moment? What was the first moment for you against uh, a competition, a team, a teammate to where you said, yeah, I'm not in Frankfurt anymore. Um, <laughs> I actually had a teammate um last year and somewhat this year really last year um we were both coming incoming freshmen both of us were kind of like that uh, point guard type mentality you know we both are the type that you want to step on the court and it's just habit to just kind of run your team it, that was a battle because it was you know a matter of who's going to run the team who's gonna you know step up and really take this position who's going to get that starting position as the point guard that, like, when that really kind of started panning out, I realized that I was not back home because that was nothing I had ever really had to deal with. It was real easy for me to just kind of, I don't know, just, like I said, rely on talent, like I said earlier. Um, so at that point, I realized that I'm being pushed. I never had nobody to really push me to, like, my fullest. I mean, I've had coaches who can push me, but I've never really played against like to practice against people who can just push me to that point. 
and getting up here and realizing that there's girls that are pushing me to a point that, you know, I didn't think I could possibly be at or I would have never imagined having to go through just to get a position. That was a real eye opener. So this is your um, second year at Lincoln Trail. Um, you're, you're on course to graduate in May. Alexis True now, what would you tell Alexis True two years ago? Um, oh, <laughs> the main one that stands out to me uh, would be to fix my attitude. I definitely, uh, it was hard for me to control my emotions, especially, you know, well, and all through high school. I mean, I still struggle with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that would probably be the biggest one was would to be work on my attitude harder than I had ever worked on my attitude. You know, I had checked it like, but I never thought about it because it never seemed to matter because I was still just going to do what I, you know, what I needed to do. Regardless of my attitude, I'm still going to step on this court and play ball. But I never realized like the effects that that can have on, you know, when people are standing back looking at you. So, yeah, I really wish I would have changed that a lot sooner instead of having to try to battle that now and change that, you know, at this level of play, it probably would have been easier to change it at that level of play when there's not as much, you know, stress, there's not as much, um, you know, going on all at once, it's a little easier to step back, focus on it, whereas now everything's just a rush. It's hard to try to, you know, correct bad habits at this point because they're already too late. I just wish I would have stepped in and tried to stop that sooner. What is the, the biggest thing that you think you've learned in regards to a basketball sense in these last two years? Probably the fact that I don't – I used to always just go on the court and necessarily just play. Like, I never – I mean, yeah, I thought about the game as it was going on or whatever, um, but I never really put that much thought into it. It was just kind of like, if this is available, take it. Playing here and continuously playing and, you know, other things I do on the side to study the game, um, I, look at, I look at the game a little different. I look at – I don't look at it from, I guess you could call it a normal player standpoint. I try to look at things. I try to look at, uh, you know, the court as a whole. I try to look at the game as a whole. I try to go back and just think, like, other decisions that, like, my coach has made, like, in the past and compare the situations so that in a game, you know, it's easier for me to call a call that would be more similar to something he wants to call rather than me calling something it being just so off from what he wants. You know, so trying to adjust that game and, um, like, adjust to – the new coaching style, trying to pick up on what your coach is going to do, how they're going to run it, why they want it this way. It sounds like to me that you've become a student of the game. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, kind of those same things that um, going back, I used to try to put into your mind on how you got to look at this game in order to be successful, right? Not just talent. Yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, at a younger age, Things you said, it was just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, uh, he's talking because he's a coach. He's supposed to say that. Like, ah. Uh, but, but no, really, now looking back and, I mean, looking at everything that all of our conversations, everything we've talked about, it all just, like, I've been on the phone with mom, like, several times and been like, he was right. Like, <laughs> he, he said this word for word, how it was going to happen. Like, 
so yeah, definitely everything definitely is starting to really unfold and easier for me to see. Well, and I, and I think that comes from you maturing not only as a person, but as a basketball player as well. I guess with maturity, I've gotten to the point where I'm not all about, you know, the going to hang out with people. I'm not all about, you know, necessarily the let's just go have a good time. Like you say, I, I became more responsible. So I realized in order for me to achieve my goals when it comes to the game, that I'm gonna have to sacrifice those things. And uh, being a little bit more mature, it definitely makes it easier, you know, realize that like to prioritize better and, you know, say that I need to be in the gym putting up these 500 shots a day versus, you know, being over here at my friend's house just to hang out with everybody. Um, maturity definitely helps you like manage your time and prioritize uh, so that, you know, you can, dream, you can achieve your goals. So let me ask you, as you're winding down, and I'm um, probably of the opinion, correct me if I'm wrong, that um, you probably played your last game at Lincoln Trail um, since the yes. season was cut short. Um, so so tell, me, um, tell me a good memory, a couple of good memories that you took, that you're taking away from Robinson, Illinois, not just on the basketball court, but off the basketball court as well. Oh, boy. Um... <laughs> a hundred of memories just flashed to my head. Um, it's it's very difficult for me to just choose a couple. I'd say my my biggest thing that I'm taking from Robinson, Illinois, is um, the friendships. The people here are unreal. Um, I met this woman. She worked with the school last year. She was the international like teacher. Her name was Miss Linda. Everybody got to know her really well. I mean, we got to know her really well last year. And she became Mama Linda to like all the athletes. So I mean, I mean, we was at her house. She would cook dinners for every athlete: boys basketball, women's basketball, softball. Like everybody would just go out there. She had full wheelies. Everybody would ride around, chill with her and her husband, like her kids. I mean, that a lot of places you're not gonna find nothing like that. Um, and I mean, it is a little, it is a smaller town, so it, you know it's more common. But that. Like that stood out to me. I don't know. The I mean, the friends I've met through basketball for sure. Um, I mean, I, at this point, honestly, like I'd say my absolute best friend I met here. Like, I'm. I, it's crazy the relationship, the bonds you make, and the relationships you build over just a short period of time. Um, the memories. Like I said, there's hundreds. I mean, it'd nearly be impossible for me to just pick a few. It's just, um, it's, been, it's been very impactful. Um, it's rough to leave, I'll say that for sure. Um, I am ready to move on, you know, to new, um, new goals, new dreams, new levels. But at the same time, uh, it does break my heart to, you know, leave, leave here and leave behind the people. I will be back. I, I do know that. I, it's, this is one of the things I'm just going to leave and never come back. I, I know I'll be back to this town. This place has played a big impact on my life and helping me mature, helping me see things from a different perspective, um, being away from home, you know, not being able to just rely on mommy and daddy all the time. Th this year, you know, having my own house with my roommate, um, that was a big step for us. You know, now I'm having to pay my own bills, my own responsibilities. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, 
these past two years, I, I can truly say it. I've had the time of my life. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think I could have made a better decision at the end of the day. And, and really, you know, it, it makes me feel good that you say that because, um, you know, I played such a, a big part in you going down there and it would have broke my heart if you wouldn't have prospered the way that you have. So, you know, not only am I proud of you, um, the city is proud of you, you know, your high school is proud of you. you you've got young players that are coming up and they want to go to school and they, they say they work hard and I know I can make it. What do you tell that junior or senior that wants to play college basketball? whether it be on NAI level, junior college, division one, what do you tell them? First thing I'll say is don't get hung up on, uh, you know, division one, division two, division three. Don't get hung up on that. Um, and I'm not the only person who says that. I actually, there was a boy who went to school here. He, uh, he was on our men's basketball team. He's actually, he's transferring. He's already transferred. He's going to Cali this year or next year to play ball. And me and him talked, and he even said, he was like, you know, I, he's through high school, he was like, I always got caught up on, I want D1, I want D1, I want D1. He was like, but honestly, at the end of the day, you're playing a game you love in college. That's It's paying for you to go to college, something that most kids are going in debt and will be in debt for years to come just to go to college. So regardless of where you're at, value that you're still getting to play the game because there's hundreds of kids out here who didn't even get that opportunity i mean obviously work towards what you want but you know if you want d1 and maybe those d1s don't come immediately okay so go to whatever you can get go to that d2 go to that nai that juco that d3 go go where you can go and then okay improve your skills work on that level and if you really just keep working and you and you decide that later on you do you want to leave there and you want to go to that you want to try that next division, well then keep working until your coach to promote you. And I mean you can you can always jump. Just don't get caught up on that. Don't let that uh, crush your dreams or um, kill your confidence because necessarily you can get that level you wanted. Um, and another thing would be time management. Mm -hmm. Know how to manage your time because. Yeah, it you know, you get here and all you're focused on is ball, but your academics are very important too. Because if you don't keep your grades up, then now you can't play or you got to sit out or whatever. Um, a lot of coaches don't play with that. So even if you do want to transfer and then you have bad grades, they're not going to put up with that. So definitely be able to manage your time, be able to step up, take responsibility, be able to turn down that, you know, Friday night party so that you can get your grades together, get your, you know, get your mind ready for your game Saturday necessarily or Sunday or whatever day it is. I'd say those are my two biggest points. So you just brought up a good point in regards to um, being responsible. Tell me the difference between uh, a high school teacher and a college professor. A high school teacher, not all of them, but majority of them, will come to you and, you know, tell you like, hey, you're missing this assignment or, hey, we need to get this in. And it's a repetitive thing. But they're going to tell you every day. And so you get that assignment in. And if they have to, then they – some teachers will even keep you in class and make you do it just so you can get it done. College professors do not care. 
they're not going to hound you because the way they look at it is you're an adult. You are now on your own. You are doing your own thing. They're not going to waste their time to come to you and email you or tell you every day, hey, you got this missing. No, if it's missing, it's missing. It's your job to either get with your teacher, your email, high school, teachers, you know, they're going to tell you every day. They might tell you like, okay, we got a test next, next Friday, but they're still going to tell you every day to remind you. In college, they don't do that. You're, you might get an email saying we have a test on this day or this assignment is due on this day and they will never say a word about it in class. So it's really just about like, you have to know what's going on and you really have to be in tune with your, like your syllabus that your teachers give you like, because otherwise it's so easy to just fall behind and stay behind because you're so caught up on all they'll say something. No, they're not going to, because once again, they don't care. So with, with your first two years coming to a close, what is your first degree in? Um, it'll be sports medicine. So are, are, are you planning on, after your college career, do you plan on um, doing anything in regards to the coaching side of things? Yes, definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, I, early on, I kind of had just thought that maybe it, coaching wasn't necessarily for me. Um, but with coaching with you this past summer, um, definitely opened my eyes, and it's a it, it, for me. That's a whole different feeling. Um, you know, to be able to see the girls' faces and to you know laugh with them and joke with them and come to practice, and at the same time you're helping them get better. And yeah, that is definitely something I see in my future. You know, I don't know necessarily in what aspect. You know, whether it be summer or if I try to get on it. So I don't know that. Um, but I do know that that's definitely in my future. Um, well, I, I do know you you got a good mind for it. And, and also the, the girls that are in our program, you know, they highly respect you and, and they really love you being around in regards to what we do. So um, if, if you want to do nothing more than be with us, you know, you always got a spot on my sideline. So. Well, that sounds great. Glad I do. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I was hoping I wasn't going to get kicked off no time soon. <laughs> so, so, so as we wrap up here, um, let you give any shout outs you want to give out. Mom, dad, whoever, give you shout outs. Um, Anybody who supported you along this journey, the first part of the journey, go and give them a shout out. Um, my family, for sure. My number one shout out is going to be the guy for my talent. Um, and I want to give a shout out to you because, um, <laughs> I mean, realistically, though, if it wasn't for you, Malik, I, I wouldn't be the player I am. And I mean, I, I don't know how else I could say, I, you know, thank you. I mean, I say a hundred times and it feel like it wouldn't be enough because truly, if it wasn't for you, I would not be where I am at um, talent wise. Um, IQ of the game, uh, the college I'm at. I mean, honestly, you've done so much for me. And I truly, I have not had a coach that would even come close to comparing. And I appreciate that so much. Well, you, you, you've done a lot for yourself as well, because, you know, I've had players that didn't want to go through that brick wall. They wanted to try to go around it. 
you know, and sometimes you have to go through the brick wall to get to where you want to go. And you were in that situation and you That's took it. it, you you took it, um, you grabbed it and you said, you know, I'm going to make me an opportunity. It may not be an opportunity there, but I'm going to make an opportunity. And that's what I respect about you, not only as a player, but as a person. I appreciate that. I really do. So with that being said, we're going to close. I want to thank you for stopping by. Um, we're going to have to get you back in when all of this stuff is over so we don't have to do the Zoom call. <laughs> I know I texted you a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, you need to start reaching out to coach. I know you got a lot going on, Yay. but I just want you, I just want you to know we we miss you, and, and we're glad that you are having success, and we wish you continued success. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. It's a it's a great honor. That's a wrap for now. Alexis True, former Western Hills basketball and softball standout, current. Lincoln Trail College standout, Robinson, Illinois. I'm Coach Malik, Cyclones Podcast.